While gambling is often considered a waste of time, antisocial and degrading, gambling is not morally wrong. At best, gamblers are purchasing the pleasure of play, and at worst, they're consuming their dreams of hitting the jackpot. Betters are buying their happiness by spending money on something they enjoy and a chance to improve their lives. Social gambling. A moral philosophy of gambling would allow people to gamble as long as they do not harm others. However, such a philosophy is contrary to politics, which essentially aims to keep citizens within the boundaries of society. In contrast, organized religions are opposed to gambling, as they warn of its dangers. Gambling addictions can destroy lives, homes, and relationships. Some people even go as far as to steal from their employers. There are various theories of morality regarding gambling, with some considering the activity immoral and arguing that it should be banned. However, anti-gambling advocates try to avoid claiming that gambling is intrinsically wrong and instead focus on the harm it causes to people. Nevertheless, there are numerous ethical dilemmas and concerns surrounding gambling, fueled by the emergence of problem gamblers, 2.1% of the population. The expansion of legalized gambling in Australia in the 1990s triggered a vigorous debate on the social and economic benefits of gambling. This debate, however, has primarily eclipsed discussions of ethical gambling. However, research offers principles for separating illegal gambling from ethically acceptable gambling. The Aristotelian virtue ethics theory is one such theory, and it argues that gambling has sound effects when tempered. Despite the many ethical issues surrounding gambling, there is no doubt that it is a harmful habit and should be avoided in all circumstances. Gambling is so widespread that it is unfair for society to punish a single individual. In addition, the legal system has a very inconsistent and hypocritical approach to gambling. Religious opposition to gambling. While most Christian churches oppose state lotteries and legalized gambling, mainstream Protestants are also in the anti-gambling camp. The proceeds from gambling help fund public education, and politicians love the tax relief. Still, Religious opponents point to other reasons why the gambling industry is harmful to society. In Alabama, for example, religious opposition helped defeat a casino. Some Christians, such as the Bishop of Biloxi, oppose gambling for other reasons. While he may not oppose gambling morally, he does oppose the establishment of casinos near low-income areas. He argues that these establishments may lead to financial instability and addiction. Other opponents have no religious affiliation at all. For example, Independent attorney Stephen J. Gordon believes that many people who oppose gambling dislike the idea of being a gambler. Self-regulation. The gambling industry and gambling addiction have been cited as examples of the complexity of social problems. However, these industries have proven ineffective or counterproductive in addressing such issues. This is partly due to their relationships with politicians and the democratic process, making it difficult for an alternative discourse to emerge. To address the problem of gambling addiction, it is necessary to challenge current narratives and engage with counter-discourses. It is essential to recognize that social change and policy are complex and context-dependent processes. However, the prevailing public discourses on gambling harms have long relied on individualized understandings of the problem, which obfuscate broader societal perspectives and obscure the harmful effects of gambling. The gambling self-regulation model suggests that the gambling preferences of people depend on their financial motives and the characteristics of gambling. For instance, a gambler may only accept small amounts if the expected return is high, and vice versa. Thus, it is crucial to consider the characteristics of the gamble when considering the benefits. Self-regulation is a moral philosophy of gambling that advocates a more responsible approach to gambling. Moreover, it makes it possible to understand players' motivations by considering their utility functions. This approach is also based on the idea that gambling is boundedly rational, assuming stable preferences and maximization of utility.
the optimal level of risk-taking. The moral philosophy of gambling recognizes that there are various levels of acceptable risk. The most problematic levels of risk are those where people's actions may affect others. This entails a great deal of responsibility, and paying attention to the motivations for taking risks in situations where those other people benefit is necessary. There are also different moral judgments about risk-taking, which depend on the nature of the risk itself, and the beneficiaries and losers. Furthermore, the situational circumstances and the probabilistic calculations influence the moral judgment of risk-taking. Thus, generalizations based on scope, duration, and intensity can be helpful guides but are not always sufficient. In a moral philosophy of gambling, the evaluator must determine whether the reason for an action is rational and whether it is proportionate. A moral philosopher refers to these reasons as the agent's subjective motivational set. It is important to note that these reasons are not inherently good or bad but must be compared to an ideal. Dash. Share on Facebook. Share on Twitter. Share on Pinterest. Share on LinkedIn. Share via email. Share on Tumblr. Share on Reddit. Dash. Overall rating play now. Red Dog Casino. 225% plus 50 free spins. Term and condition. Red Dog Casino is one of the best online casinos out there, catering to the American audience. It works with many of the best gaming providers in the market and has a very interesting bonus scheme to keep players engaged throughout the month. Accepts Bitcoin. Sleek design on mobile and desktop. Term and condition. Dash.